growing out of God's love for and in us, these three, but the greatest of these is love. My God. Selah. Y'all may be seated in heavenly places. See if our guests want some water. Walk in ministry, it gets a little thirsty. Gather yourselves. Get, get in position. What's up, Chad? Good to see you, man. Always good to see a friend. Always. My God. Compose yourself. Get yourself together. You might want to come up closer if you want to. You want to sit down right up in front. That's okay, too. All right. Man. Just trying to wait till everybody to compose themselves. Get up there. Come on. I like that. Tighten up. Good to see you, Tony. Right? Right. Man. All right. Ooh. Welcome, friends and family. Man. I want to welcome y'all to Walker Ministry. My God. I'm going to get there. See, a lot of time we come to church, we, we got a program. And I like to let the Holy Spirit move. He's the one that controls everything. I don't know how you can have a program printed out. Telling the Holy Spirit what to do, when to do it, how to do it, when to leave, when to come. Man, I like to flow with him. Man, I like to let him have the reins. It's a little different every time. It should be different. Atmosphere different. Different people come in, different atmosphere. Okay. And we never let the enemy dictate to us the atmosphere of heaven. Not, not, we don't do that. I told y'all a lot of times, check your demon at the door. Because we do do deliverance here. I don't counsel demons. <laughs> Who is counseling demons? Show me what Jesus sat down and counseled demons. Sit down and tell me about it. Put your feet up. No, no. You cast them out. And if you're a believer, you can't be possessed, but you can be oppressed. Love is patient. Love is kind. <laughs> Pay no attention to the man behind the screen. All right. Be all right. Be all right. Doing his thing. Man, i tell you what. Have the atmosphere conducive now for the word of God to come forth. A lot of times we rush in to worship, we rush out. You don't think that what you think affects the atmosphere. Kind of like that. <laughs> All right. Laughter is like a medicine. A lot of times we just don't laugh. Y'all miss opportunities when you don't smile. <laughs> miss opportunities. Y'all know Pastor Walker. He, I like to flow. I don't like to just come up here and just, you know, turn with me to Leviticus. I, I got to connect. That's what a shepherd do. Y'all know a, a pastor. Listen, I'm, I'm talking about this going to be part four of relationship. Friendships. 
But a pastor is, is a Tony. A pastor is a professional friend. That's my profession. I'm a professional friend. I'm not an amateur. I'm a professional. I'm not a novice. I'm not a novice. And this is advanced. A pastor is a professional friend. But most of the time, we don't know what friendship really is. Most of the time, we don't really know what love is. You can't put a demand on love. Why do you love me? The minute you give a reason why, you nullify my love. Because I might not make that expectation. You put a condition now on my love. And then if I come up short. Now. Now we got a problem. Because I didn't meet your expectations of me. The condition changed. Everything changes. like connect a little bit man you gotta do that sometimes you just don't flow man. you go in there way. and I told you a divided, a divided family is a divided church so if you divide it at home and you come to the church guess what we still divide it mm. if you divide it within you the Bible said man of one mind <laughs> worst kind of deception is self deception that means you're divided and the what minded man come on all right that's two okay i told y'all division is two die means two now we married and we got two visions in the home die vision okay i'm just gonna get there <laughs> i forget that man hey i see i see how y'all doing how you doing? What's your name, sir? Brother Cunningham. Brother everybody, Brother Cunningham. Everybody, Brother Cunningham, Cunningham, everybody. And sister, come look at that right there, right there, right by her. and Tierra. All right, all right. Y'all welcome them. I want them to feel love. See, say, say them again. Cunningham. I got it now. See. See, Brother Cunningham, see, when a man responds to 1 Corinthians 13, see, that tells me a lot about his character. Y'all don't understand. Y'all don't understand. See, you don't understand. That's now his inherent nature. He like, I see him pointing. That's it. That's it. See, when a man knows love, see, y'all got to understand something. I told you, love only seeks to love. It's not touchy and feely like you are. It, it, it doesn't take the account wrong like you do. Oh. Oh, it never fails like you do. Oh. It upholds underneath every and any circumstance. Okay. That's what love does. See, a lot of times we don't understand why our faith don't work. Because faith works by love. So everybody talking about faith. Teach it faith. Teach it faith. Teach it faith. Teach faith. No, it's love. Teach love. Teach love. Teach love. See, this is wrong. We do. We, we, got, we miss it. Which caused me to think of another thing when it comes to us. Uh, go to uh, Proverbs 12. One, I want to make sure we get it right again. Faith comes by hearing. 
Uh, New, New Living Translation. Proverbs chapter 12. Now listen to this. I didn't say this. To learn, you must love discipline. It is stupid to hate correction. I just think it's good to start off sometime. The service like that. In case you forgot, you know. Read that one more time, brother. To learn. You must love discipline. Stop. There's, play attention to the quotation right there. It's something to follow. Instruction. To learn. Comma. Stop. Pause. This is for my children. <laughs> to learn. You must love discipline. Don't nobody like discipline. But in order for you to learn... Someone has to discipline you. Right. And I'm not talking about hitting. I mean, discipline you in what you should be doing right. on the regular. Mm-hmm. You got kids in the house and they have no responsibility. They don't do anything. Mm-hmm. So what you're teaching them is that they're going to be irresponsible adults. That's right. So then when they get a job, they won't know how to respond. They get fired. Mm-hmm. Then they come back home and live with you. Because they despise discipline. When I was trying to teach you. Oh. I feel like I'm in there somewhere. With somebody. The kids be trying to hide. Are you talking to me? Hint to the wise is sufficient. Okay. See that's another thing. People think. God. There's no coincidence in him. It's everything he does is by design. Everything he does, where you go, it's all, it's all by design. If you go the wrong way, he got a plan for you then. If you go the right way, he got a plan for you then. Everything by him is by design. Hello? All right. This is why he said, I, just follow my path. I'll be a light unto your feet. Okay. So you have no excuse going off where you want to go. Okay, but the Bible said men love darkness too. Mm-hmm. Just like to be in the dark. Just don't despise correction. It says, come on, read it again. To learn, you must love. Love. You must love. To learn, you must love. Okay. Go ahead. Love what? Discipline. It's really specific. You ain't got to guess. It's right to the point, right? Okay. Go ahead. It is stupid to hate correction. That New Living Translate just come out and hitting you, don't it? That's something to think about next time you're getting disciplined, children. Adults, because, you know, God disciplined us too. Okay. Oh, I just thought it was good. I thought that was a good, you know, breaker. I thought that was good to break, you know, the atmosphere with us. And we, we get to, we forget that. We come back next week. I didn't see that. Same scripture was there. Oh, man. Oh, I know one thing. How many of y'all are in love? 
got like half people, and I thought we believers. We're, suppo- we're, we're supposed to personify what love is. So God is love. God is love. And I'm asking you, are you in love? So I'm asking you, are you in God? So to be in God, you got to be in love because God is love. Come on now. <laughs> I like talk back. It's gonna have, brother. Can I, I like a little talk back. You know, you can stand up and say hallelujah. I'll be like hallelujah. All right. I like that. Good. You know, you come to church. Everybody is like dead. You, the Bible just said, come and learn of me. No, we too busy shouting around. Yeah, say that. We we shouting, running around around the church. Jesus said, come and learn of me. See, he said, you're the ones that receive the word with joy. But then when the circumstance, when come, there's no root in you. So you're blown away because you were running around the church and never took no root. That word, love your neighbor. No, you're too busy touching your neighbor when you should be loving your neighbor. You're not going to hear that here. Touch your neighbor. No, you can hear the same thing they're hearing right here. If I ain't doing anything, I'll tell you, wake them up. You got to have some spiritual stamina. We have no spiritual stamina. I mean, he said, after you have endured for a while, you got to endure. But, I mean, this is why this love chapter and and everything that I, I like to teach on relationship, because we don't know how to respond as believers to love. We don't know what love is. You know, most of us are, we're, we're not in love, we're in eros. We're, we're, we're sensual, we're touchy-feely. You do for me, I do for you. That means you do for me, that means you love me. And if you don't do for me, that means you love me. No, that's not agape, that's eros love. See, and the Bible says that love takes no account. It only seeks to love. It doesn't seek its own. So we seek our own when we marry. Oh, I got something for the married people today. Mm-mm. Oh, man. I find out that, uh, man, I want to. Y'all remember what I told you love is? Love is a decision. It's not a feeling. That's a chemical. Baby, if he tell you he love you and he's 16, that's not love. That's a chemical response. Mm-hmm. Look right here. Look right here. Look right here. I'm trying to help you. I'm going to help you so you won't be tricked and fooled. Set back in life. He don't know what love is. That's a chemical response, a chemical reaction in him. And once he learned how to use it, he used on every woman he can find, little girl he can find. It's not love. See, this, 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 you, it's good to have a small, intimate place where I can come into the audience right. and talk right. to you, you know. Ain't got to go through all the stairs and everything, you know. I, I can go right here. I'm short, but I can go right here. You know, 
a shepherd, I said, should smell like the sheep. You know why? Because he's been with the sheep. Right. You got a pastor, you can't even talk to him. Can't have a meeting with him. You got to set an appointment. I mean, we, we do that too, but I can still see you. I'm, pointing, I'm having a meeting with you right now. It's how you, it's how you value it, the meeting. You know, this, I'm just saying, people, we got to get this thing down, you know. My job is to, my job as a shepherd is to make sure that you get to Shemayim, heaven. That's a shepherd's job, is to guide and lead you, tell you where to eat, tell you what not to watch. This is his job, is to help guide you. Problem is, most people don't want to be guided. This is God's plan. It ain't mine. This is what it is. Sheep, they're smart. They're intelligent. My sheep know my voice. And another they won't hearken to. He never said he won't give you a church. He never told you he was going to give you a denomination. He never told you that. What he did tell you is that I'm going to give you pastors. Yes. I'm going to give you. Yes. I'm going to give you a pastor, listen, after my heart. That's right. Who will lead you, guide you, teach you, judge with you. That's when he said, come let us reason. That's what it means, right. judge. You're doing this wrong? Let's do this right now. Okay, you feel now? Come on, let's pick you up. I told you don't go over there. I told you stop listening to that. See, but uh, pastor's a professional friend. He said, I will give you, I will give you pastors who are after my heart. Not your bunny. Not your wife. Talk about what's real. No, I'm going to give you a pastor after my heart, just like Ben David. See, and this is the thing. This is, why we, this is how we end up in the wrong place. That's right. It's because if I went where my mother went, she was a Jehovah Witness. Right. Come on now. Okay. Hmm. Teach us wrong. So if I learn wrong, I teach you wrong. And then you produce wrong. Yep. The Bible says the way that a man thinks that's right, but it's absolutely wrong. <laughs> okay. I'm trying. I'm trying to get there. Oh, man. You have to know these things. You have to say these things. You got to repeat these things. Right. You know, Moses, his job was to get them from the exodus. That's where you are now. You are out from the exodus. You are no longer in bondage. You heard break the chains you, you broke. You've been pardoned. Okay. Now get up out the cell and walk in your freedom. You. Freedom in your mind, your spirit, and your soul. Yes. You're not bound anymore. Yes. He said in his presence. That's the problem. We got to be in his presence. Yeah. There's liberty and joy forevermore. Why won't we get in this presence? See, tradition keeps you stagnant and out of course. You can't get into the Holy of Holies. I told you the gate is in you. Your eyes are a gate. Your ears are a gate. And how do you wage a good warfare? What you say? That's right. 
Okay, all right. Woo! We got to, I'm trying to get us into this thing. I'm talking about relationship. But I got to make sure we, you got to have an understanding first of who you're in a relationship with. Please turn back to your first love. That's what the scripture said. You can't return to something you never was there, right? And you must worship me, he said, in spirit and in truth. Well, he is the truth, the life, and the way. He is love. Oh, man, I just want y'all to, I don't want to say this. Man, I love y'all. The good shepherd, he lays his life down for the sheep. So you got a lot of pastors who haven't laid their life down for the sheep. It's going to mess you up. You can't be a pastor and you hurt. You can't be a pastor and you don't trust nobody. You can't be a pastor and you don't believe. And he said, these signs shall follow them that believe. So you should have some signs following you if you believe. All right. Okay. All right. Where is Athena? Hold up. Let everybody. Was she sleep? If she sleep, don't worry about it. She right back there. There she is. I was going to have her come up here and preach with me. There she go. Everybody take a look at Athena. Hey, beautiful. Amen. You go back. I know you. I know you in the spirit. Stage four cancer. Had. Oh, somebody got to have this today. Now he said, and these signs shall follow them that believe. You got a lot of people saying a whole lot of things, but they don't believe. There should be a sign that you are a believer. First thing he said when you believe, he said, you're going to cast out demons. Then you're going to speak with new tongues. But the first thing you're going to do is cast that demon out. See, where's that sign at? No, but you're teaching, you got grace, everything, grace, super grace, hyper grace, intercontinental grace. You got everything. You got all these things, but you have no sign saying you believe. Stage four, they wouldn't operate on her. Yet you see it right there. We prayed for a year. She died three times last time. We had to resuscitate her. Bring her back. God is faithful. See, you're going to have to believe. Signs of fault. See, ain't no power in the church. Ain't no power in the church. Nobody really believe. Got a bunch of people riding around, hollering and dancing. This, who can dance the best? Who can sing the best? And nobody loved nobody. Because signs would follow them. Believe. So where you go is truly life or death. I don't have to be no mega. Uh, no, give me. I want the few faithful in the cleft of the rock who believe. And changed Hampton Roads. Start with one. She healed. Sitting right there in front of you. It won't for her. It was for you. That you would believe. That's why she. Okay. 
He said, I'll put no more on you than you can. But are you going to pray and believe? You got, you got prayer? Church be packed on Sunday. Prayer come around Tuesday night, intercessor prayer, three people. Not here. We match what you see here is on prayer. But in most churches, that's what you see. When it's come time to really do the work, everybody, nobody wants to work. Nobody wants to witness. Nobody wants to educate themselves about the kingdom. Everybody wanted amalgamation. I don't want to quit this. I want to still, I still want to worship. Okay. Ooh. Dare I? God knows what is his. And he knows what is pagan. Thou shalt have no other gods before me. Basically said, don't put no other God in my face. That's what he's saying. So you got to be careful what we're doing. And we say we believe. See, when you do that, you take his name in vain. It's not swearing. It's that you're telling him, this is how I'm going to worship you. Traditionally. This is what he kept getting with the Pharisees and the Sadducees. It's tradition. And that's what my word says. Well, my, this is where my parents go. This is where my family go. Some of us missed the move. Because you stayed in your tradition. And most of us don't want to be mm, confronted. If you're going to walk through this thing for real, there's going to be trials, testing, tribulations. You got to see, are you, is your faith bona fide? We're on our way to heaven. So Moses was on his way to where? Where was he going? To the promised land. So it's the same thing. We're on our way. So you're going to have a lot of stumbling blocks on that way. You have a lot of Nephilim giants in the way. Where's the integrity of the word today? What is the real? I'm talking about the real word, not something that's made up, an amalgamation of other, other religions and other faiths and all this. And we're saying, hey, God, this is yours. Nobody won't stand up. You can twist the Bible all you say. God loves everyone, but he hates sin. What people won't do is identify what sin is. And then mm, you know what it is because he built it in you. You know if you're a man and you sleep with a man. He know, you know there's something in you. He put that in you because it's his image. Truth. So if anybody can say what they want, he said in his word, they know. Love you. Let's help you get delivered. And if you want to stay that way, hey, just keep reading. You can't tell God what to do with his word. It doesn't matter if I love you. His word says this. See, people don't understand judgment. They think it's bad. No, it's good. He said, are you going to judge angels? He's going to trust you to judge angels. We get mad when somebody... See, you don't know what a friend is. 
I want to help y'all. I want to help you. <sighs> Teacher, I'm going to help. I'm going to help you. I'm going to try to. Love is a decision to commit to another person's needs for the rest of your life without expectation. That's what love is. Mm-hmm. Do you love your husband? Do you love your wife? Or do you expect them to do something for you? It's so quiet. It's so quiet. Love. <laughs> you, can, you can. Listen. But see, I'm going I'm to help you out there, Miss Cunningham. Because when the relationship, as this thing develops, I'm going to unfold this thing over the next few minutes here. So hopefully we can get there. But but think of it is, is that God never told us why he loves us. He just loves us. Because you can't give a reason. Once you give a reason and you don't meet the expectation of it, the condition of it, it nullifies my love. I love my wife. I don't have to have no reason. Because, it, okay, I love you because you're 112 pounds. And then when you don't stay at 112 pounds, my love was based on what I saw. Amen. But that's how people in a relationships. Oh, you look good. Oh, look at it. You got a night edge up. See, that's, I'm going to help y'all if I can help you. Make, you're going to see. Mm. Love is a decision. It's not an emotion. It's a commitment to meet another person's needs for the rest of their life without expectation. That's love. See, your love has expectation. Your love has boundaries. But God love, this, that's why when you sin, he says, stand up, repent, come on. Your husband wife cheat on you? Oh, that's it. Bye. Divorce. Over. Because that's your love. That's not God's love. You operate, see, we, we, we just hypocrites. We say we operate in God's love. No, God's love don't take no account of the wrong done to it. Amen. See, we just keep bending the scripture. No, my feeling. That's your feelings. That's not love. Because love, what? Never fails. There's no law against love. We just keep reading the scripture, but when it's time to, for it to really be applicable, when it's really supposed to really manifest, we don't. Because now you keep account of the wrong that you did to me. Yep, but you still hurt. Unfruitful. Unfruitful. Okay, let's see here. It's so much in the four lessons I can't possibly go all the way back. Okay, there's no way. You have to go on the YouTube channel and go get all of the teachings on there. They're all right there. All right. Man, I want to help us stop making some mistakes. Okay? People relate on three levels. Okay? Spirit, soul, and physical. Okay? All right, move. Come on out from behind the curtain here. God has created us so unique. He didn't create us to be alone. We're, we're designed to 
connect. I'm trying to help you how to make sure you know who you're connecting to. And how to connect. Okay? Talk to my young people. Because you're trying to connect. Yeah, you are. Social media. <laughs> okay. You're trying to connect. Yeah, you are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We need to relate with people on three levels. Friendship. Friendship and healthy relationships should always begin on the spiritual level. Oh, okay. I got some amen in the back from the ministers. Can I say that again? Friendships, healthy relationships should always begin on the spiritual level. Okay? Then, the intellectual level. I'm trying to help you. Man, if y'all get this, you, I mean, your relationship is going to be so awesome. Man, you go, I'm going to show you how to connect oh, man, with people right away. It is. As I said, listen to that. should always be on the spiritual level first. You know, no one crosses your path by mistake. I'm going to try to help y'all with something. No one does. I got to hear that. I mean, you just hear Holy Spirit sometimes. I, I want to make sure. I want to make sure. Listen, you got to be careful who you yoke with. A yoke means it, it means to bond, tie you together. Okay. Now, now, you know, if you go to like, and I want to do a little Hebrew teaching, but in in like when you see in the Paleo Hebrew, you'll see the ox head. So, you know, basically, you know, the ox, uh, not like today's ox. To back in the biblical, way, way back, oxes were huge. But actually, they, you know, it's a cow. So they really just been migrating them down, making them smaller and smaller. But way, way back, they were huge. And they would take the older ox and yoke him to a younger ox. Because now the older ox would have influence on the younger ox. It would teach him how to do what they were designed to do, what they were being purposed to do. But it also strengthened him by yoking with the stronger one. See, I'm telling you, a lot of times you're yoked with the wrong person. Yeah? Okay. I'm a, I'm, you don't know. It's like you've been. You haven't selected your friends properly. Come on. You haven't discerned properly. You haven't qualified. You to be in my life. You have to qualify. I'm careful who to yoke. Okay. Save you a lot of time. Okay. I just listen to the Holy Spirit. He just say, drop that in there. So that, that stronger ox will influence that weaker ox. I don't want to go. I don't want to go. I want to stop right here. And the big ox is still pulling them. Come on. That's friendship. 
That's husband and wife. Mm-mm-mm. That's right. Somebody do. Be un don't be unequally yoked with unbelievers. All right. All right. Okay. That was just a little side. Okay. Y'all know I like the side notes. All right. As I told you, should be on the spiritual level first. Next level is intellectual. Most of the time we go the opposite. Mm -hmm. We begin with the physical level. That's That's where you go. That's where you go. That's the first thing. We do the opposite. Oh, he looked good. Oh, he smelled good. Mm-hmm. See there? Mm-hmm. And he dressed good. And he dressed good. See, see, you're connecting on the physical level first. Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. That's what you're doing. Y'all know I'm right. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. You know, you go online, you be, you know, dating online, you look at the picture. That's for some of you. Stop yoking. Okay? And I'm not yoking. All right. Y'all know I'm right. That's right. They're going to get it. They're going to get it. They're going to get it. See, I'm going to help y'all out. See? So, like I told you, you, you go in there, you, then, you, then you check out the body type. See, you connecting already. Y'all know I'm right. That's what you do. And then after that, we move on to the physical. Mm-hmm. Touching, holding hands, kissing. All right, I'm going to stop right there. Yeah, you do. That's what you do. And you taught yourself establishing a relationship. Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. Yeah, we do it. We do it the opposite way. Yeah, I'm trying to get there. I'm trying to get there. Come on. And all you're susceptible. Yeah, you were at one point. Mm-hmm. See, then that's the chemical reaction that starts. Now you think you're in love. I'm talking to my young people. Okay. I want to make sure he ain't got his voice in your ear right now. No, not me. Yes, you. Y'all, the people, the kids think that, we, that parents is dumb. Think we gonna ever find out? It's just oh, it, it's just Taiwan. Mm, we just doing homework. Mm-hmm. If you got a phone, get it. You get it. That's right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. There we go. Oh, I believe I'm in there somewhere. Don't keep, they can't keep secrets from your parents. And then I need the parents not to choose to be blind. You love them. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. All right. Okay. Here we go, here we go, let's go, let's go. All right, all right. I told you that's a chemical reaction, that's what happened. It's not love. Mm -mm. Never had a spiritual or intellectual relationship, right? 
first. This is, this is what happened like in marriages. They never connected on a spiritual level, an intellectual level, just the physical. This, is how, this was the basis of the foundation of their relationship. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, you know your husband and wife by the physical. There was never a relationship with their intellect. There was never a relationship established with their emotions. So when they go off, you don't know what to do. But you look good. But you look good. Okay. This is just a teach from last week. I got 12 pages from last night. This is just from last week. I didn't finish, so I'm trying to finish. Okay? We didn't get in there. I got, oh, okay, all right. I'm going to give you what you need, not what you want. All right. Make you better. Make you better. That's what a pastor should be worrying about. He should be caring about you. How are you surviving? You know? Okay. All right. Uh, he wants to be, he'd be puffed up and put up on a pedestal. Man, sit down. All right. Get some real help to some real people because they got real issues. Amen. Amen. You have to make your election sure. You have to know that you're called to do this. If you don't, you're going to destroy and ruin lives. A pastor can't walk around. He can't walk around in his feelings. He can't walk around emotional like you. How is he ever going to help you? He needs to be patient. He needs to be kind. He needs to be discerning. He needs to be prayerful. All right. Here we go. Hmm. You never connected with them on the intellect level or the emotion level. You never connected with them psychologically and never spiritual. You don't really know each other. Get a lot of people married, they don't really know each other. Living together, waking up together, doing it, they don't really know each other. If you consummate a relationship in the physical first, it's difficult to begin to create one in the spirit. This is what happens. <sighs> okay. Because your conscience will keep blocking your spiritual relationship. Don't want me to say this again? Okay. Listen to this. If you consummate a relationship in the physical first, that's why you can't just be sleeping around. Okay. So if you consummate your relationship in the physical first, it's difficult. I didn't say impossible, but it's very difficult to create one of the spirit. Because your conscience will block, your conscience keeps blocking your spiritual relationship. Because now I'm just basing it on the physical, but I need to have now, I need to have this, you know, the spiritual relationship, but my conscience is blocking it because the first thing that I did was have sex with you. Okay. All right. It does. It does. <sighs> okay. 
the foundation for all healthy relationships. This is the thing. You gotta, I told you, you got to qualify. This is why there should be no excuse for a young lady because you, you're, you qualify that man to be in your life. You just don't know the qualifications. Should come from the father. She should see in you what she see in her father. If the foundation had been laid down right. If he actually really disciplined her and taught her. And had a real relationship with her. Not abusive. Not sexual. You got to come real with people in church. Because a lot of us in here are products of just that. Then you're trying to build now a relationship for your child based on your hurt. Foundation wrong. Foundation wrong. Foundation wrong. They condemn a house for the foundation. They don't condemn a house for the windows cracked and the plumbing don't work and the lights on. They, can, they condemn a house because the foundation is cracked. Okay? You can't build on that. Got to tear it up. All right. That's what the word of God is supposed to do. If you come to church and you don't have no conviction, the word of God didn't come forth. If you don't find something that, oh, I need, oh, that got me, then the word didn't come forth because the word does that. Holy Spirit, he convicts. And you're supposed to have this. It helps keep you on the path. All right. But if your pastor's just preaching a bunch of stuff, I'm sorry. I, I, I do because I see it. It's all about you. I thought it was about him. I thought it was about the glory. My suffering gives him such a glory because it's momentarily. And the trusting and tying, trying of my faith is precious to him. How I go through. I told you a lot of us haven't learned how to be hurt. How do you learn how to be hurt? You rise above the hurt. But you can't do that. You only can do that with love. That's the only way you're going to do it. So the body of Christ, we're just suffering because we want to apply the word. Okay. The foundation of all healthy relationship is these things. Purpose. Motivation. Interest. And dreams. Okay. All right. The foundation of healthy relationships. We have a problem in our relationship because we have a problem relating. This is why we have problems with relationship, because we have problems with relating, relating or communication. Okay. Man, I'm learning from the best one. Teach my wife. Teach me how to communicate. I watch. I study her. You should do the same. That's husband. You should deal with her according to knowledge. That's how you deal with her. Oh, my goodness. I'm always learning. I'm always learning. And I, and I told you, anybody caring? What is Karen? Karen is anticipating the needs of someone, listen, for tomorrow, and you give it to them and answer it today. That's caring. You anticipate their need for tomorrow, but you give it to them today. Do you care? I told y'all, I gave y'all the example. <laughs> Did Jesus, okay. 
He was crucified before the foundation of the world. So he cared. He anticipated before your need and gave it to you today. That's caring. He died before the foundation. He didn't die on that cross. He died before then. That was just a manifestation of his word. <laughs> that was a prophecy of his word. And Jesus was the word. <laughs> and the word became flesh. The incarnated word, man. Woo. I'm trying to tell you. Okay, I got to get, get to this thing. Oh, okay, I'm all right. I'm going to let you all go in a few minutes. I know you all ready. You're hot. Okay. Man, so the foundation of healthy relationship is purpose. The foundation for every relationship is purpose. Motivation. Do we inspire each other? Do we inspire each other? Oh, God. Woo. I'm talking about relationship. Look at it. Oh, my God. Man, I got 12 pages this last week. I didn't get to cover it yet. Okay. All right. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, it is. It is. Motivation. When you, do you inspire each other? See, I, I watch y'all. I model y'all. Y'all inspire. Just to help you. Man, you'd follow these and you will not make a mistake in who you say I do to. Okay. Oh, my goodness. Woo. <clears throat> okay. Okay. Here we go. Here we go. All right. Let's see. Interest. When you establish establishing a relationship, you have to have the same interest, you know? <laughs> I like to pray, and you like to drink. <laughs> we don't have the same interests. <laughs> I like to stay home, and I like to go to church. We, we don't have the same interests. Okay, all right, yeah. But he looked good. But she cute. Mm-mm, mm-mm, physical, mm-mm. Mm-mm. This is where all friendship should begin. For anyone to become, listen, for anyone to come into your life, you should know what purpose they are there for. Amen. Anybody come into my life, I should know the purpose that you come into my life. Okay? I need to know if this person knows their own purpose. In life. So if we get together, and I don't know my purpose, and you don't know your purpose, where are we going? Hello, where are we going together? Mm-mm, they look good. I'm going to go back to that because that's how we do it. Sounds so good. We sound, what you hear? We smell good. Great. He got a job. Insurance. Mm, good credit score. Yep, there you go. Girl, he's 5'12". 
I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. You got to have a little fun in church. You got to have a little fun and laugh. Man. But y'all get the point, though, don't you? Okay. All right. All right. You get the point. All right. Listen to this. All right. All right. Where are we going together? Okay. All right. This is what's going to happen. We waste a lot of time with people who can't help you. Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. We waste a lot of time with people who can't help you. Stop wasting time. Or should I say, time is life. Mm. So when you waste time, you're wasting life. How can we be friends if our interests are different? I like to tell the truth. You like to lie. Okay. Mm-mm-mm. No, we won't go there. I like to ask some, and I, I've observed people who say they're friends. I observe their friendship. And I like to ask them, where does your friendship begin? How did it begin? Mm-hmm. But really, in reality, I can see how it began. Yeah, just like that. All right. Y'all, um, I'm going to, teachers, she's going to tell me I can't go. Okay, I'll just give you a few quick ones because I'm going to have to end. I'm going to have to end. I'm going to give you a few quick ones. Neka, you need to know how to build relationship. We, we, I, want, I want to expand our understanding about relationship and friendships. You need to know how to build friendships. Hey, this, is, this is important. Develop a lot of friendships. See, I know most people be like, no, I don't want to do that. No, you should develop a lot of friendships. But remember, you said you love God. <laughs> you said you love God. God is love. Love seeks to love. <laughs> Y'all won't spread the love. Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. See, it's the little things that we just miss when it comes to the scripture, when it comes to actually applying it and understanding it. What do I do? You're not going to be judged on your sin. You're going to be judged on what did you do with the word that you heard. That's what you're going to be judged on, the great right throne of judgment. This is where you get your crown. Oh, they don't teach on that stuff in church, right? Just, yeah, just <laughs> favor. <laughs> you have some works to do. You're going to be judged on what you did with the word. Did you just keep it? Oh, did you just take it and bear it in the ground? There you go. That's it. That's the parable. Or did you actually take it and multiply it? Because the word is a seed, 100% seed. So what did you do? You're not supposed to just be sitting in here. This is where you come in and get your ammo, your information, and you go out into the hedges and highways and compel them to come in. No, but the teach you to be sedentary. This is what it teaches you. 
to be sedentary. You have no work. You have works. When you meet him, you're going to have some works. And when you meet him, I'm going to be there as your pastor saying, yep, I told him because I have to take an account of what I taught you. So I got to make sure I taught you the word of God and not my word. Amen. 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 Go to church. You don't feel no conviction. You go to church and they, everything's just happy. You, God's love and this and that. No. Mm -mm. Y'all better understand. Y'all better discern. He said, let no man deceive you. Satan has been disguised as angels of light. See, so you have to be discerning. Where is that the word? Go home. Be a Berean. Study what I'm teaching you. Okay. All right. Here we go. Hmm. See, this is the shepherd that care about you. Care about your spiritual development. What direction you're going. See, this, see, we got pastors come in and just teaching it, and there's no connection. Just bring your tie and set it over there. Talk to you later. Do a disfavor. I'm going to tell you. Okay. All right. <laughs> Time is going. Okay. All right. Here we go. Yeah, I told you to develop a lot of relationships, but I want to make sure you're healthy first. Yes. I want to make sure you hold first. Yes. Okay? You're designed to connect. Yes. Okay. All right. That's the, you just don't know how to connect. Okay. You need to be able to identify the three levels of friendship. Mm -hmm. The three levels. Ah, oh, man, I, I want to go. Mm, don't want to get too into it too far because you're going to be upset because I'm going to have to cut you off. So I'll give you this. I'm going to go. Oh, I'm going to have to end right here because I'm going to come back next week. No, for real, y'all. For real. So I, wanna, I just want to share something. Y'all know the guy that, that comes by, he, he does all the painting in here. His name is Andrew Novavalik, something like that. He's like Polish. And um, I, I've been witnessing to him for, oh, God, a couple of years, a couple of years. And he came in this weekend, and he did some work for us in here this weekend. And yes, he did. And I want to share some things with you about him, really, and it's, it's real important, okay? Um, and I, I jotted down a few of them because I want to make sure that I don't I leave some of these things out. And he's a new believer. And I was sitting in the back while he was painting in here. It was hot. He was in the back. We'd sit down, take a little break. And, you know, this is a person who... Hated God, didn't know God, hated the church because of all the, his experiences with church people. Some of y'all can identify. Mm -hmm. Wife saved, go to church, but he didn't. Hated it. Why do he need a helicopter? Why he need this? And why they need this? All these type of things. And love never fails. 
So I would talk to him. I'd answer his question. The Bible said you're supposed to have an answer for everything. Yeah. Okay. See, I told you a shepherd, he gathers information. Then he feeds you. So it doesn't matter what he's going through. I got a word for him. Okay. All right. Not the churchy thing, the word. I, I got love for him. There you go. I want to make sure we, that's right, I care, anticipate it. Yeah, that's right, a need. And answer him today. So, so he's, um, he, he was like, some of the things that he was rebellious. His God was money. He was greedy. He had greed. No love. And thought he was good. I'm good. I'm okay. You know, I'm looking at him like, man. I love you, man. You can't, you know. He like me about that big. <laughs> and some of y'all have seen the process with him over uh, probably a two-year period. And um, the last time that he was in here, this is when it really hit him. And just talking about people's mortality. You, know, you die today. You leave, go down here, go in your car and get hit and die. Where you going to be? You know, you got to talk to them where they at. Something that that and then you got to listen to what he's saying. So, oh, you got a fear of death, but of the unknown. So you got to you got to find out where he's going. OK, I'm feeling going, you know. So long story short, I'm trying to make it, you know, like this. He. Um, the last time that I talked to him, I really the Holy Spirit really convicted him about what was going on in his life and all the things and the issues that he had with church and all these things. And, and um, man, I just kept loving on him, witnessing to him, giving him an answer for everything, and giving him a chance to think. Don't, don't just keep talking. When you're witnessing, don't just keep talking over the person. And you know, God is this and that. And let him talk. Listen. Let him listen. Let the Holy Spirit work. I'm planting seed. So he, he, um, things have been happening in his life. And long story short, I'm just going to abbreviate it. Uh, he got saved. He got saved. He got saved. And I'm giving you the long, the short. And he had went on a trip to um, Florida with his wife. And, oh, man. And he, he sent me this picture through, like, in June. And he said he came out of the hotel and he saw this thing about God love you. It was written in the airplane. He's like, God love me. It was written. He took a picture and sent it to me. I still have it. And he came in Friday and he was so happy. The light that shined on his face. Man, I'm telling you, when you see a person who really believes God and really was changed. See, a lot of us, we... It, we don't see it. We don't see it. We don't see it. I told you. And this is what he, he talked to me on. He said, he said, I didn't know, he said, I didn't know that God loved me so much. That he would have you talk to me all those times. He had greed. He, he would get a new car here. And money was his God. All these things. Y'all know what I'm talking about. He said, he simply, this is what he's saying now. He said, I didn't know God loved me that much that you would spend the time and talk to me like you did all that time. Amen. He said, my wife was praying. Man, he said, he said, he said, this is what he's saying. I didn't know God loved me that much. His heart toward his wife changed. Yeah. 
His heart toward his wife changed. He said, you know, he would come home and be upset and mad and this and any other. And he, one day he went in and he said, I can't do this no more. He said, I'm sorry. And then she, she, he said, when she looked at me, she said, he, she looked at me with such endearment. That's the word he used. It broke him. Because he repented. She said she prayed for him constantly. That's what he told me. She didn't bring up scripture. She didn't throw it in his face. She prayed. Mm -hmm. Just like what happened with me. He said, once I got it, he said, I don't understand why. He said, I don't understand the, why I was the way I was. He said, I'm trying to figure out why I was thinking like I was thinking. He said, this is the best life ever. He said, once I got it, though. He said, once I got it, he said, he said, what? he's trying to figure out, he said, he said, Mr. Walker, Pastor, he said, I'm trying to figure out why I was thinking like I was thinking all this time. Okay, hold on. He didn't understand why. He said, this is the best life. He, he, he said, when I accepted Christ, he said, my wife, she felt a weight lift off of her. She was carrying the burden for him. Man, hold on. Mm-mm-mm. Man, I tell you, the woman, the wife is something else. Woo, thank God for her. Mm-mm, you better understand, you're supposed to love her as Christ loved the church. That's, what, that's how you're supposed to love. Husband, love your wife as Christ loved the church. See, we don't understand it. No, no, no. Hold on. This is what he said. He said, I'm a tither now. This is a man who did not tithe. Who could not stand. And he told me, he said verbally how he felt about people giving the church money. He said, now, he said, I worked less this past year and got more in business. Because I'm a tither. Okay. This is a new convert. Okay. What you say yourself. All right. All right. Money was his big problem. That was his God. Money was his God. And he said, he said, he told me, he said, he went to one of the meetings and he wanted to find out what they were doing with the money. Yeah, I want to find out what's going on. Found out all that was going on. Found out all that was going on. And he began to give. Okay. So he comes in here and he sees He's seen the transformation of where we were to where we are. And he, he just, he just, I can't believe it. He's like, I can't believe it. He just can't believe how we're doing what we do. Debt free. All right. All right. All right. Hold on. I'm going to say. I see. Hold on. He still asked me again. Pastor, how could I be thinking the way I was thinking? How, how, he's trying to figure out why he couldn't hear what he needed to hear all this time. And then he's trying to figure out this one, teacher. He said, as soon as I got saved, my parents stopped speaking to me. My family turned their back on me. Yeah. I told him, I said, now you have picked up your cross. I said, now, I said, now you see the suffering. I said, now this is part of your walk. 
I said, but you're there just like I was, the only one in the family, because you're there. He placed you there to help take them into the kingdom. Amen. See, this is the thing. See, this is, you have to be, understand. I made a relationship. I connected. That's what I'm doing. That's what I do. And now he's like, he's so thankful. I'm like, oh, it's, it's not me. It's just Holy Spirit. But he was so thankful. He said, without you, he said, I wouldn't have eternal life. Hearing what you said, I wouldn't have a way to bend the rest of my life now with my wife and my child. child. Right. So he said that because you were in the right place because I befriended him. Okay, Jesus went to the woman in the well. He didn't wait for her to come to him. He went to her. And when he went to her, guess what happened? A whole village was saved. One person. One person. So you sitting here, who have you not witnessed to? Change his whole life. He ain't got to come to this ministry. I just want him in the kingdom. That's it. Man. I got, I got, I, oh, God. Oh, man. I'll get back with you next week with the other three um, types of friendship. Four. Actually, it's four. I'll get with you next week on that. Um, my time is up. Um, I just hope everybody learned something today. I hope you was blessed. My wife, I wouldn't have it any other way. She's the teacher. Knowing it. And you know what? When you, you know, when you, when you pray for someone and you lay hands, you, there's a transfer that goes on. You can't transfer to someone you don't, or something you don't possess. Hello. I'll show you scripture, too. There's so many scriptures I got on where I want to go next week, but I just want to give you all kind of a, um, this relationship thing has to continue because that's really the foundation of what's going on with the church. We just have no real relationship. You can't have a relationship with God without man. So we try to have a relationship with God but without man. And you can't. Love is not complete until it's shared. Love is not complete until it's shared. Amen. That's why he so loved the world that he gave. He wants to share his love. Amen. Hey, teacher. Chapter. All right. Extraordinary sharing of the word of God. Amen. She prayed for me. I told her I will never come to church. Can y'all believe that? For 38 years, no one no witnessed one. to him. 38 years. Uh, obviously having Christians around him, but never witnessing to him. And the teaching is so uh, significant in his timing, Pastor, because it's all about relationship. And this is the challenge that we have with our creator, is our relationship. Uh, we have a relationship with religion and not with our creator. Uh, we have relationship with doctrine, but not our creator. And we find it almost impossible to really have a genuine relationship with everyone that we see every day. Um, if we'll quickly go to John 15, 13. Because with, um, with Pastor, that was the first thing that I... Well, the first thing I saw was physical, but that's not what I moved on. I did. 
<laughs> he did. <laughs> See that? That's not what I moved on. I, he had just came off a um, a bodybuilding contest, and so you know, it, for the imagery, it was a lot going on. But that was not what I processed first. That's what I saw in the natural. But I said, I know who I am. I got to move that to the side. <laughs> I got to see the spirit of man. And when I I saw him, when I said saw him, I, I saw him, I grieved. Because I said, oh my God, you know some people you meet, uh, Brother Cunningham, they're just seem to be good people. Sister Cunningham, they just, you know, some people just, just, you meet them at the very beginning, they, man, I don't know her, but she just seemed like good people. Pastor was like that, just good. His heart, you could feel his heart. And I felt that, but I was like, man, is he going to hell? Because he is void of the spirit. I couldn't, I couldn't feel spirit. See, that's the first thing when I, I, I'm, I enter into a, a relationship or I encounter someone, it's like, oh. that's the first thing I'm trying to connect to. Is that me? Because we're the body. Is that me? See, it takes us time to love each other because the connection. That's why I told Brandy when, I, I know she was still trying to figure it out and even probably to this moment. Why teacher keeps saying how much she loved me and all this greatness she keep talking about. Why do she look at me so endearing? And when you don't, when the reality of God's love is profusely moving through you, you can tell, you can detect what's God and what's not. And I can see where you should be, but I see where you're at. And that grieving. That was a grieving. And I saw Pastor where he was at, but I saw where God had called him to be. And I said, he got to, he got to be saved. But I knew he was my husband. Hear me. I knew. I knew I had met my purpose. I knew I had met my ministry. I didn't see his intellect. I didn't see his, his financial wellness. I saw his lack and void of the spirit. But I also saw his call and purpose in the kingdom. I saw all his skill set, but it was in the wrong place. You're making millions of dollars for a company, but this is something you're doing for yourself. See, this is a wife. A wife is already a wife before a man do a wedding. You are a wife. 
a wife know how I knew I was found. And he hadn't, he hadn't even come to the place of knowing that he found me yet. Because he was fleshly. So I became all thing to all men. And doing that, I saw his intellect, I saw his interest. See, the intellect, the interest. I saw also the things I didn't like about him. I saw it all. And I said, are you willing to deal with that on your worst day? And I weighed the cost. I said, it's far too much greater. I weighed the cost because of the heart of the man and the discipline that I saw. See, Tony, I said, if I could just get him to switch his discipline for bodybuilding, because that was, that was his heaven. That was his altar. That was his kingdom. And that was his God. If I could get him to see and recognize the true and living God, his discipline will come with him because it's innate, it's part of who he is. <laughs> oh my Lord, okay, Pastor. <laughs> He's talking about my time now. <laughs> I want you, I'm, I'm just a testimony of what he's teaching. Is that what I saw first was the spirit. Then I move on the intellect. And all the insignificant things follow. I was able to witness to him without witnessing to him. I became all things to men. His interest is technology, all those different things. And so I would give him the scripture, but he didn't know he was hearing the scripture. Because I couldn't afford. See, once you make so many mistakes in life, it's time that you absolutely have no more room and time for any more mistakes. Because we're still having people of age still making tremendous mistakes and need enough time in your life. I'm, my point is that I am a witness of knowing that this have to be with a purpose and a cause because I have to be married to God first before I marry this man. I could say a whole lot more, but we'll do that when we do our marriage conference and different things like that. Uh, I just want to give you John 15, 13. No, no one has greater love. No one has shown stronger affection than to lay down, give up his own life for his friends. No man is going to be willing to give up his life, his ways. No man's going to be willing to give up their ways, their way of thinking and doing things, their thought pattern. 
So you're going to have to give that up to be able to relate to me. You're going to have to, see, this is why there is miscommunication because you won't give up your way of life, your way of thinking, your way of reasoning. Until you give that up, we can't relate. We have nothing in common. How can two walk together except they agree, except they share what's in common? That will be the forever bridge until we lay or give up our life for our friend. A relationship never starts until you give up your life. <laughs> you have to give up your life. <laughs> Relate is this, is to speak the same language. To identify with. And identify is that not only can I relate, but I understand. That's why there's so much misunderstanding because there's no relationship. Where there's no relationship, there's nothing in common to discuss. There's no discussion. There is no conversation because there is no relationship. Having and being on the same wavelength. Same wave. <laughs> the same sound. The same, see, the same sound. So, however you tell me what you tell me, because we're on the same sound wave. I'm not offended. I'm not hurt because I hear behind the words. We, our heart has the same sound. I don't need to stop and explain to you and come back and say, you know, I love you. Being in one accord. Being in. In. Not on, but in. Position yourself. Oneness. A relationship is oneness. You should leave today knowing that you, or question your foundation of your relationships. Question your foundation of your relationship. Leave with these questions. How are you surviving? As Pastor would say, how are you surviving? Assess your relationship with your spouse, not only that, about your, your spiritual mission together. Are we where we're supposed to be? Are we moving in the spirit the way that God has called us to move? Where should we be? What should we be doing? How, how is your marriage surviving? According to God, don't measure it up the way that you want to measure it. Measure it up to the word. How would God evaluate your relationship? These are things you should leave with today. I'm done. How, should, how would God evaluate your relationship? First with yourself. We need to be truthful. 
I often ask, and then ministers can come up. This is a time for intercessory prayer to intercede, to stand in the gap. This is a time for also you continue to worship with your, your spiritual seed, which is a part of our relationship with God. This is time to really pray for someone else who really don't even know how to pray for themselves. This is a time to even pray about the things, about the ones that you love who as much as you're trying to express how much you care about them, they still don't understand. Or they're not willing to forgive you for something that they're holding you in debt to. Release yourself from the debt that someone else is holding you to. And how they didn't think you cared for them the way that you should. Release yourself. We've all made mistakes. Release yourself from that today. Don't you hold yourself up guilty anymore? And if they can't release you, you release yourself. If they don't come and say, yeah, I don't like what you did or how you treated me all these years, release yourself. It's time for our children to stop walking in anger and bitterness and unforgiveness because when you grow up you're going to be an angry bitter adult any child in here you're living a good life you're not in a third world country you don't know what mistreatment really is you don't know what that is you don't know what it's like for a parent to, to sell their kids off to take care of their just so that, they, so that they can eat. You don't know the real struggle that a parent goes through. That's why they should always still get the honor and respect when it comes to a parent. Because in America, we don't know how to really respect and honor our parents. Whether they're on drugs or alcohol, or not, or just not doing what you think they should do. You are still to honor them. I love that about my husband because we were brought up a blended family. But in doing that, our kids were our kids. And we didn't allow our kids to run our home. We made decisions and standards in our home together. They're going to have to grow up and one day. They're going to be an adult and they're going to have their own family. But don't you allow them to parent you. Walker Ministry is a different kind of church. And what I mean by that, we simply teach the truth. It's not a social club. It's, it's not someone. This is why God hasn't given us a, a um, children's church. Because it normally produces children adults. Want to socialize? That's outside of the church. You come here to learn. It's time to get to work. Just like when you go to college. This is a school. This is a school teaching and allow you to grow into the word of God. 